Hate crime or terrorism? Is the difference important or misleading? How we think about these acts has important consequences. Hate crimes are committed by criminals. Criminals are pursued by law enforcement agencies. As suspects, they're given the protections of due process when they're apprehended and when they're tried. Terrorists are regarded as enemies. They aren't given the protections of due process, witness the ongoing embarrassment of Guantanamo, or our country's descent into the use of torture in the wake of the 9-11 attacks. Both of these categories come up short. The hate-filled webpage reportedly owned by Dylan Roof leaves me in no doubt about his views. But it's plain that his intent was to terrorize a whole community of people, especially African Americans. So maybe we should treat him as a terrorist. But dealing with terrorists in ways that deny them the most basic protections of human rights, as we have done, destroys our credibility as a champion of the rule of law. It places us in the same brutal neighborhood with those who seek to undermine the values of tolerance and equal justice that shape the aspirations of our culture. Instead of these categories, we need a new focus, one that's clear, consistent, and principled. Rather than define these acts around who the victims are or what an attacker's motivation is, we need to confront the reflexive appeal to violence to accomplish political change. We need to delegitimize violence, whether domestic terrorism or domestic violence, from citizens or non-citizens, from communities within or sources outside our country. This means working to strengthen the quality of our public discourse in all our communities. It means re-engaging the teachings of all our value systems, religious or secular, about the virtue of tolerance and the futility of violence as a means to change or vindication. And hardest of all, it means finding ways to break the grip of our culture's toxic love affair with violence.